Dream by Dana McCammon. Chapter 1 No! Why do we have to? I yell with anger. My mom looks back at me with a serious mom face. Because we don't need a big house and I don't want to pay for what we don't use. And here we go again. She tells me why we have to move and blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay, I say heading back to my room to pack. My older sister rolls her eyes at me when I walk to my room. I go in my room and start packing. Then I notice a shiny thing in the necklace, so I go to check it out. It's the most beautiful gem necklace I've ever seen. I take it with me to show my mom, but then I thought, if I show this to her, then she might not let me keep it. So I kept it to myself, put it on, and started packing up again. We head to the car and loaded all of our stuff in the trunk. We drive to a road I don't remember seeing before. Mom? Where are we? I ask a little worried and curious. My mom doesn't answer, so I ask again. This time, something weird happens with mom. She glitched up like she was a hologram or something. Then she disappeared, and the car went bonkers. Julia, sis- my sister, was in the passenger seat, so she tried to drive it, but it didn't go well. We hit the car side to side as it went, but then we finally crashed in a bush. We look up to see where we are, and we see this spooky house in front of us. It's the size of a little home. We were spooked. I looked at Julia. What are we supposed to do now? Chapter 2. We get out of the car and walk up to the house. We were scared, and we didn't know what to do. Do we go in or not? Our mom is gone, and we have no roof over our head right now. Julia pulls out her phone and tries to contact Dad, but there is no service. We try to get some, but no luck. But the good thing is that we have a map on the phone that doesn't need any service. We try to go to the house that we were supposed to go to. We head there because our dad was going to meet us with mom but there's no mom we start walking following the map and we ended up in the forest um are you sure we're going to the right way i asked julia very curiously yeah i think julia says quietly we keep walking we hear a rustling noise in the bushes and see a boy covered in leaves with a hat on the boy catches my eye, so I turn back. The boy sees my gem and starts to run up to me and yells, Vivian, I finally found you. I stop and look back. By now, I can see that he has a gem, too. I stare at the gem. It's cracked, I thought. Do I know you, I ask, looking at him now. No, but I need you, he answered back. I will explain later. We need to go now. Julia takes my hand and pulls me back. What is going on? Are you hiding something? She whispered in my ear. I get free and head back to the boy. What happened to your gem? It looks like it died down and broke or something like that. His smile turned into a soft frown, but still happy. There is a moment of silence. He turns back. 
That is the story for later, but now we must go. Julia watches him walk away back and in the trees with me right behind him, but then bursts out, how can, I tr- how can we trust you? That's for you to choose. He keeps going, so I follow him. I'm getting a bad vibe from him, Vivi. Don't go. He's not evil or anything. I trust him, I say. You got a problem, Vib. You trust people too easily and quickly. Whatever, I don't do that, I say, hitting back with him into the woods. We haven't been socializing until the boy... Until... Where did you get that gem from, he finally says. Well, I didn't get it. I found it at my house. What about you? And... Oh, and what's your name? He doesn't answer for a bit, but then says, My name is Keith, and I got my gem from my grandmother. Cool, I say. But why do you need me? That gem you have there. It's special, he says, very serious. It's also very powerful. And I need you, and I need all the people with the gems to group up and make a team. So far, I got you. More silence. But now I wonder what Julia is doing. Why is she so quiet? Julia, why are you so quiet? You're usually the loud one. I don't have an answer. I look back and see no one there. This better be one of your pranks. I yell into the trees, very annoyed. No answer. Did she run off? Was she not walking with us when we left? I hope she's okay. She's fine, he says, kind of annoyed. How do you know, I say, turning face to face with him. What if, she, what if she's not? So you want to go back? Yeah. Okay, let's go. He turns around and heads back. I follow him. Suddenly, he stops. What? He gestures me. I hear something. He says in a very quiet whisper voice. I keep quiet, wondering what he is hearing. We listen for a bit. I can't hear anything. What is it? I can't hear anything, I say quietly. Never mind. Let's keep going. He walks again, but avoiding things that can trigger some noise. What were you trying to hear, I ask, going back to my normal voice? The youth. I thought I heard them talking. What are the youth, I say. They might help me fix this gem. He points at the gem that he has on his hand. It looks dead. Chapter 3 Do you think they might be able to help us find Julia? I say while we walk towards the place where Keith thinks he heard the voices. We keep walking, get closer to the noise. We head to a gate, and Keith then Keith knocks. The gate opens, and the guy comes out. Hello, I've been expecting you. We don't say anything. We walk in. How did you know he was coming? Keith says. The oral has told me you're coming. Oral? Yes. Is Julia here? I ask. Julia? I remember Julia somewhere over there, she says, pointing to a building. Would you like to see? Yes, I say. Come along. We follow him into the building, into the elevator, all the way up to the top floor. The elevator door opens and we step out. We walk down the hall, past the rooms and more rooms, all the way to the back. The guy swings the door open, and we see Julia in a chair, eating some snacks. Oh, hi, Vivi, she says. How did you get here, I ask. I was at the car, but then these two men comes up to me and says, Follow me, I can keep you safe. So I went with them.
Okay, cool, I say mumbling. I look back, but then I see the man gone. I guess he left, I thought. Come on, Julia, let's go, I said. Okay. We walk back out, and then we see a huge line. What's all this, said Keith. Let's go to the front and find out, I said. We walk, following the line. It took like five minutes to get to the front, because the line was so long. It looked like they were in a line at the shop. All potions are 50% off, said the sign. Want to get in, said Keith. But then we have to go to the back of the line, exclaimed Julia. They kept talking, but I doze off. I see a post on the wall. I walk up to it and rip the paper off. I take a close look at it. Keith wanted? What? Chapter 4, Back into the Forest. I need some alone time, I say, heading behind a tree. Okay, we'll be right over there, said Julia, pointing to a tree trunk to sit on. I head behind the tree, sliding down to sit. I felt my necklace shaking. Hello, I say, whispering. I could feel something, like an energy or something. It was a weird feeling. Hello, I whispered again. This time, a huge gust of wind went by and blowed me forward. I felt like it was trying to tell me something. I wiped my face. There was some water on my hand, like the wind was made out of water or something. I stand back up and head towards Julia and Keith. When I see them, they are soaked. Did I do this, I thought? What happened? I say, like, I had no idea what was going on. Well, I need new clothes. I can't be like this. I am cold, Julia complained. Let me tell you something, said Keith, heading to me. Okay, I follow him behind the tree. But before we can make it there, um, guys, who is that, Julia said, scared. Me and Keith turned around and saw who she was pointing at. I didn't know who they were either, but it looked like Keith was an expert on who they were, but he was still surprised like me and Julia were too. Hello, he says. One seems friendly and waved at us. We say hello to the other and wave to the person that waved at us. We were looking for you, said the serious one. Come, let's go. We have a lot of work to do. Okay, we'll be right there, but give us a moment, please, said Keith. All right, just hurry. Keith takes our hand and pulls us behind the tree. They're the youth soldiers. They can fix my gym and give us a home. You guys have to be on your best behavior or else they won't fix my gym and they will kick us out of their base. This is our chance to survive the first thing. Okay, don't worry. I will be my best, I said. Yeah, me too, agreed Julia. But what are the youth? I'll explain later, said Keith. We walk back to the people and Keith talks with them for a while. They were talking in a different language, so I had no idea what they were saying. But there was a lot of nodding and hands moving. But it looked like they had agreed with another because... Keith looked back and smiled. This way, said the serious, the serious one said. We follow them past the trees and the birds. We walk up a small hill with a big silver gate at the top. The people know your arrival, said the friendly one. We head in the base. The soldiers take takes us up past the stores and houses to a neighborhood that only a few people living there. Please look at the houses and choose one that you like to live in. The ones that you can get are unlocked, said the friendly one. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Keith said. We look at the house. There's That is the nearest stores and stuff. We, we found a great house. After we got to a house, we walked around the neighborhood to meet some friends. We met a, with this one girl named Silver. Silver was 13 like Vivian. Silver had a long, beautiful silver hair glowing under the sunlight. Silver and Vivian are really great friends, and they hang out a lot. 
I run to Silver. She is waiting for me. Hi, Silver. I yell. Hi. Silver yells back. Am I late? I ask out of breath. Close enough, I guess. At least you made it here and making me wait for ten minutes. Sorry, I said. It doesn't matter anyways. Come on, let's get ice cream, Silver says, taking my arm and running out of the neighborhood into the main part of the base. There are a lot of stores, like bakeries, clothing stores, toy shops, a lot more, but Silver's favorite is the ice cream shop. It's because her aunt works there, and there are some... And sometimes we get free ice cream, but but we mostly play. We even give $10 tips without her aunt knowing, because if she did, then she would give it back to us. We run to the ice cream shop. Today's a special day because there's three new flavors. We are going to check it out today. We walk to the ice cream shop when I spot another gem, but it's a bracelet. I run towards it and pick it up really quickly so no one sees it. I run back to Silver and put the bracelet on me. I'm going to have to ask Keith about this and see who will be the owner of this bracelet, I thought. We get ice cream and go home. I forgot about the bracelet and take a nap. You are in danger, said a voice. You must leave. What, what are you talking about? I say, I felt like I was surrounded by trees. Leave now or you will be in great danger, said the voice again. What danger? Any more inf information, I say. The voice starts fading, but it says something. I can only make it a few words. He is a trick. We'll be caught if... Go. I wake up in my bed. Was it all a dream, I thought? Well, it really happened. I remember the bracelet and go around to Keith. Keith, look what I found. I take off the bracelet and show it to him. The yellow gem? Give it. Give me. He says so excited. Um, I mean, great. Can I see it, please? Um, I still want to look at it, I say. You can have it later. I walk back to my room. He seems suspicious. I wonder why he wanted it so bad. Wait, I remember the dream. The voice said he. Does he mean Keith? No, I don't think so. I have to calm down. That can't be true. Chapter 5. The next day. I wake up with the noise of thunder. I open the curtains. A storm I see, but there's people outside. Do we need to evacuate? I thought. Then Keith enters my room with a raincoat in his hand. We need to go, he says. Why, there's a storm out there. This storm is different. We can die here, he says. Come on. I take the raincoat and put it on. We go outside to Silver's house. We take Silver with us to follow the group of people. Where are we going, I ask Keith. Into the forest with all these people. Why? It's the only place the people know to go. Okay. We keep walking for a long time, but only take a cute a few quick rest stops. Then the storm stops, but a big gust of wind flew by and I fell. Stay away from him, the voice said. Who is him, I say. I'm trying to help you. But who is him? Your friend, and I wake up on a log with people around me. Are you okay? Silver said, I was worried. I'm fine, I say, sitting up, but I need to tell you something important. Privately. Okay, Silver says, helping me off the log. We go behind a bush, and I give her the bracelet and tell her about the gems in the dream I, I had. Yeah, I think he means Keith, I say at the end. Yeah, same, she agrees. And I think she, he is leading us the wrong way. I think it was the force talking to me because it felt like trees were surrounding me. I think they were warning me, I say. Let's leave, she says. Okay, but first Keith is bad, and I have to take the gem off that is on the, his hat. The gem can't be in the wrong hands, I say. Okay, I distract Keith, and you take the gem. Then let's run, Silver says, very confident. 
the little box towards Keith and somehow asks a lot of questions. I run up and take the jam off the hat and start writing with Silver back to the base. I think that Keith was very angry because I heard some yelling at us and I bet that was Keith. We go back in the house and just live there. The storm stopped and we were safe. We can't let Keith go, Silver said Silver. Why not? I ask. We are safe. But he might get other people. Who knows where he was taking us to? Silver says very serious. Oh, okay, but how? We fight. You can you can give me that gem. She points to the bracelet. How do you know I had it? Oh, you were wearing it. Wearing it. Everybody could see as they looked. Oh, I give her the gem. I have to teach you how to use the magic it holds. Okay, let's practice now, she says, excited. I teach her things that Keith taught me, but also taught her things that I learned by myself without Keith. I trust her. I learned new things, too, and we became really good at magic. Sometimes Silver would teach me things. We put Keith's gem in a box in my room because we didn't know what to do with it yet. But then the day had came. He was coming, and I was ready. Silver comes running in my room and starts yelling, He is here, but he looks different. And he has a staff. He is. I know he's here. I say, you're interrupting her. Are you ready? Silver says, sounding very confident. Yeah, let's go. Me and Silver runs out.